Oh my god, I'm dying. What the fuck? <coughs> what the hell did you do? <coughs> Coronavirus. Stop. I choked on the. I know you are. I heard the click when I was wiping my eyes. No, you didn't. I choked on a mango white claw just before. <coughs> oh, I'm gonna cough too. <coughs> no, don't cough in the microphone. Oh my gosh! Woo! Well, I'm glad we recorded that whole debacle. <laughs> Welcome to our Swimmy Podcast. This is a podcast where we listen to Chris cough, suffocate himself a little bit, where Chris dies. <laughs> Probably. It's spoopy. It is spoopy. That is spoopy. I mean, I'm going to come back and haunt everyone. I love it. No. We decided that as ghosts, we're not going to sing old songs. We're going to sing like, it's Britney, bitch. I'm so into you, into you. Yeah. I can barely I breathe. I can dancing <laughs> on my own. We stan Robin. Robin is a... A legend, icon. Apparently. People would also say leg and dairy. Legs and dairy. And leg and dairy. Girl, welcome to the podcast. I made it. We're still alive. It's been so We're still long. Home. It's been so long. I saw you like four days ago. It's felt like an eternity. In this moment that you've been here. How long have you been here? You've been here uh, two hours. Yeah, get out. <laughs> Bye. Get out. <laughs> you can take the window exit because don't touch my doorknobs. Oh. I've been using my shirt. I've been good. I've been practicing all like safety measures. That's why I've been wearing an oversized shirts. So I can be like, mm, yeah, that's the reason that's why the you've been wearing I'm oversized wearing. shirts. <laughs> yep, we got it. I mean, have you seen your waistline? <laughs> <laughs> it's called a quarantine line. <laughs> I've eaten four bags of M and M's today. We had a lot of pizza yesterday, like a lot of pizza. I also had ice cream. So literally, pizza and ice cream. So today I have eaten very little um, <laughs> because, you know, <laughs> coronavirus, <laughs> you know, trying to keep my waistline from just spiraling out of control. All the gays on Twitter are like, oh, my God. And all of them are like, oh, my God, look at me working out from home here. Watch this seven minute video of me working out from home. You're not a fucking personal trainer. No one wants to see it. No one wants to see it. Plus, most of you aren't even doing good form. So shut the fuck up. I mean, and there, there, okay. there. I said it. At it least, had to be said. At least they're wearing a jockstrap. Normally, they're not doing it while they're naked, so that's already depressing to me. I mean, like if you're gonna do something, fucking do it. Take off your clothes. take off your clothes, sir. <laughs> it's Twitter. You can be naked on Twitter. This is not Instagram. <laughs> it's true. It's what it said. I mean, listen, TFTI. Yeah, no. But she said it again. Wait, yes, she did. Except oh. not as she like really spelled it out this time. She says <laughs> for the invite. She said, "I said, why didn't you come?" She got no invite. Sad face. And said, "Thomas just invited you." And she goes, "It's okay. I'm going to go home. Go go home. I'm gonna go take a bath and cry." I said, "Okay." <laughs> it sounds like a text from you. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> why do you think me and Savannah are so similar? <laughs> That's why we're friends. Mm. <laughs> I love you, Savannah. I, I hope you're enjoying your bath. I could venture to guess. <laughs> I could venture to guess. I'm going to go get a white claw. Okay. Talk to them about something. Okay. Um, let me talk to you about uh, global warming for a second. No. 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 Um, oh, I should tell them about Ruby podcast. 
because uh, we can talk about ourselves on this podcast, right? Um, and not yours. That's trademark. We can't say that. It's our podcast, and it isn't yours. It's Pablas. Um, yes, so Ruby Podcast is live again because we are three episodes into RuPaul's Drag Race. And if you like drag queens and gay people yelling about stuff and having opinions that don't matter, you should listen to Ruby. Yep, brain dead. You forgot about Ruby Podcast. I love this. We sound like dolphins. Or seals? Porpoises? Both. All of the above. You know, a porpoise is just a sea unicorn. No, that's a it's narwhal. Like, it's a gay shark. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to change all of the all of the words to talk about gay people, like what your body type is, to sea animals. So bears become whales. <laughs> 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 that head tilt was excuse me. <laughs> Whales. Uh, otters. Why? Are because now they're sea lions. Because they're hairy. Because they're big. Otters are already sea animals. <laughs> they can live on the land. It's a sea lion. What's a twink? Guppies. Yeah. Anchovies. <laughs> Anchovies. <laughs> that fits honestly. We I scream mean, about twinks all the time. And then wolves, sharks. Yeah. What else is there? Uh, bulls. What's a bull? <laughs> it's a real thing. A man with a nose ring? I don't know. Probably. What, what is the What is the actual description? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I just know it's a term that people use because I've seen it with my own eyes. Okay. Well, what's the sea equivalent? I don't know. Swordfish? A sea cow. <laughs> Manatees. <laughs> Mermaids. Mermaids. <laughs> I can't the they sea. thought that those were mermaids back in the day. So beautiful. <laughs> so, so beautiful. So they look Graceful. just like go- glorious, gorgeous women. Look at their glowing skin. <clears throat> and their little like seashells on their napples. Yep. Napples. <laughs> napples. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a great this is a great topic. I think yeah. we should explore this some more. Okay, let's at talk, a later date. What oh. Or we could talk about it right now. I'm talking about I don't it know right what other categories there are though. Um there was pigs. What's a pig? <laughs> Okay. That's this like is, a really I feel like this is a topic guy. that let's talk talk about gay stuff needs to explore. Yeah. All the gay animals of the Give gay this world. This to Kendall for slang bang. Yeah. All the gay animals. That'd all be good the, for yeah, slang bang. Uh-huh. Tell us all the gay animals. So There's pig. a lot of them. Um, pig, bull, wolf, otter. Okay, I want to give I want to give sea cows back to whatever we just said it was for and then make them seals and then take seal cow sea cows and give it to, to pigs. you get sea lions to otters which otters are already sea animals okay yeah that's too big for an otter too yeah so give it to an otter fish <laughs> because they can inflate no because they have little spines <laughs> that's hair <laughs> yeah but yes. it's a sea animal what sea animal has hair whales <laughs> whales don't have hair they're mammals their teeth are made of hair, but they are not but hair. They have hair. Where? Where? Show me. Show me. Show the me body. the whale. <laughs> Where is the body? Accurate. Um, you didn't even tell me about your topic today. Oh, I didn't. You didn't tell me about yours. That's fine. No, I did. Bit. I told you. You said a little bit. Oh, well, I didn't tell you the name. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. You want to know what mine is? Yeah. Is it my turn? Yeah, you go first, but 
But yes, first, but first, let me tell you about some tomatoes. A word from our sponsors. So uh, there's a new color in the pasta aisle. <gasps> Guess what color it is? It's yellow. Oh god. Uh, the Sunshine Tomato Company makes delicious all-natural pasta sauce made exclusively with yellow tomatoes. That's right, yellow tomatoes. These golden beauties are lower in acidity than their red cousins, making them heartburn-free alternative. Yes! No sugar added, gluten-free, and heartburn-free. Check out Sunshine Tomato products on their website at www.sunshinetomatocompany.com. And be on the lookout for them in a grocery store near you. And hey... For you online shoppers, all of us, if you use the promo code SUN2020, you'll get 20% off your online purchase through April 30th. And a word from our other sponsors. It's about CBD. Ooh. For dogs. That's a lot of letters. A recent Gallup poll shows that Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger at the highest levels in over a decade. While we are growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. According to a 2019 study, there is a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. If you are a dog parent, you probably already know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We're always working to reduce our own stress in any way that we can, but what about the anxiety we may have passed on to our dogs? Baked Bones has a solution. CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs, and Baked Bones has your dog covered. Made from organic, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out BakedBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and the other benefits it may provide. Baked Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 10% now through April 15th. Use promo code SPOOPY10, S-P-O-O-P-Y-1-0. Baked Bones is LGBTQ owned and operated and is based in Houston, Texas. Baked Bones proudly donates 10% of all profits to no-kill shelters in the United States. I love that. Well, tell me your topic. I'm dying to know. I want you to say decayed the next time we do that, though. Decayed? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, my topic is about in, something very infamous. Uh, it's like so infamous. Oh, are you? Are we still considering our theme for the month? Nope. Oh, damn! I did. <laughs> I did not think about that at all. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna do the Heaven's Gate cult. I did a cult too. <gasps> kind of. What? Not as in depth as I wanted to because there was no information on it. But yeah. Oh, this one's wild. Well, tell me about it, because okay. I want to know. Because you so, know I hate slash love cults. So, cults. Crazy. This Cra- one, crazy. This one's called Heaven's Gate. Okay. Um, I feel like I've heard of them. Yeah. Starts right out here in our backyard, girl. In Houston? Houston Texas. Uh. Mm-hmm. The founder, Marshall Applewhite, was born in May of 1931 in Spur, Texas, to Marshall and Louise Applewhite. Father was a Presbyterian minister, which caused him to be quite religious. He attended Corpus Christi High School and Austin College, and he was quite active in religious organizations at these uh, establishments. He received his bachelor degree in philosophy in 1952 and enrolled in the Union Presbyterian Seminary to study theology and become a minister. He married and had two children during this time, then he left the seminary school to pursue a musical career. He got a job as a musical director uh, for a church in North Carolina. In 1954, he was drafted and served as a member of the Army Signal Corps. And after his service, he enrolled in the University of Colorado and received his master's degree in music, focusing on musical theater. What's a theme you notice here? What? A theme you notice here? 
that he's in music. Musical theater? Y- yeah. Gay. Oh. Uh, <laughs> he attempted a musical career that didn't pan out. You could have just said theater. <laughs> musical. If you put musical in front of theater, it's like an amplifier. A gay amplifier? Yeah. Wait, didn't What's-His-Face do musical theater? 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 The guy who's the main character of The Greatest Showman. Never saw that. Hugh Jackman. He did musical theater. Gay? He's not gay. Uh, sure. Anything. Okay. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> Definitely a shark. Um, <laughs> he attempted a musical career that didn't pan out. Shut up! <laughs> and in 1960... Definitely a shark. I mean, listen. What? These sea mammal things are working for me. We all love It's not this. even a mammal. The whale is. <laughs> Oh, now you want to call it a mammal with fucking hair. Aren't sea lions uh, mammals too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Most we're, half so mammals. We're fucking otters. No. <laughs> they live on the land sometimes. Definitely a shark. Definitely a, definitely a shark. Listen. <laughs> Baby. We need that on a fan too. Clack. Definitely, definitely a shark. shark. <laughs> hey, Shark Week. Shark <laughs> Um, he started a musical career that didn't pan out. And in 1965, he took a job as a professor at University of St. Thomas. Mm. Just down the road. Just down the road here. That's uh, in Man- Montrose. 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 Uh, he served as the chair for the musical department. Um, and he also became a popular local <gasps> Like people local sat singer. on him? Yeah. He'd just sit there and then be like, Wait, come take me. a seat. <laughs> and be like, this sounds kind of rapey. And he's like, no, it's fine. No, it's fine. I'm just a chair. Um... <laughs> Watch, I won't even make any noise. <laughs> Sir, I'm not even sitting on you. Oh. Well, well come on. I'm just imagining. <laughs> Sit down. Get on. Um, he became a popular local singer, serving as the choir director for an Episcopal church, unnamed, because I'm sure they didn't want to be related. They were like, no. They were like, no. don't put that in that. Um, we did not create that. He also performed at the Houston Grand Opera. Mm. I know. Dang, that means he was good. He was. Uh, he was briefly openly gay, but still pursued relationships with women. Mm. What? <laughs> that would mean that you're bisexual? So, listen, we'll get there. Okay. Um, dating a younger woman who ultimately left him uh, and sent him into a depression led him to resign from his position of University of St. Thomas. Uh, he moved to New Mexico and operated a deli until his father died, which led him back to Houston. In 1972, he met Bonnie Nettles, a nurse with an interest in theology. The two got on very well and spoke that their meeting and relationship had been foretold by extraterrestrials. Oh, my God. This has already gotten crazy. Uh, they began studying religion together. Applewhite began to have visions, sometimes with him being selected for a role like Jesus. Nettles and Applewhite began living together and opened a bookstore together called the Christian Arts Center. The Christian Arts Center. Yeah. So after you just told that you guys met through extraterrestrials, okay, girl. Well, what is it? Scientology. This is a weird version of Scientology. Kind of like Scientology, honestly. Oh boy. Um, he, yeah, he's was definitely a gay person. <laughs> um, and he only liked to be with women for uh their companionship. And with Bonnie, he found a perfect match because she. I mean, they didn't. Just as weird? Yeah. To me and Well, they just. She's a mega beard. Yeah. But I'm not, like, in love with her. But I love her. I, I don't think so. You hear that, Savannah? She probably That's why hear, he didn't invite you. She probably won't hear this for, like, three months. 
Uh, (laughs) (laughs) LOL. By June of 1972, the couple had solidified their outline of their beliefs. They had decided that they had been chosen to fulfill biblical prophecies and that they had been given higher level minds than other people. What the fuck? How Uh, much? Wait, when is this? This is in the 70s. Okay, they're high on acid. (laughs) They're actually not. He was never diagnosed, but was noted to be possibly schizophrenic. Oh, boy. Um, The two wrote a pamphlet telling about how Jesus had been reincarnated as a Texan, a reference to Apple White. Um, And they came to the conclusion that they were the two individuals that were chosen to witness the revelations period of the Bible. They think they are in the Bible. Um, (laughs) The two visited churches to speak. You mean something that was already written about something that's already happened? Yeah. They were reincarnated. Oh. Yeah. So all of the cars driving around just didn't make it into the Bible. Yeah. Well, no, the aliens were like, you can see this. And now spread the word. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. But people believe this because obviously you said it was a cult. So mm, We'll get there. Um, so the two visited churches to speak about their beliefs and were known as the UFO 2. Um, <laughs> they believed that they would be killed and returned to life in fu- full view of the public and then beamed into a spaceship. So so they die. We're going to die right here and then miraculously come back to life. Come back to life. And, and then, then immediately spaceship. go up into a spaceship. Gotcha. Yep. Um, so this <laughs> event would be known as the demonstration. Uh, they were not well received. No, I can't imagine. Let's go to a church and talk about that. Yeah. Uh, so they didn't have any. Because reluctance. isn't like the whole idea like not to preach against God or it's false idols? Fa- and fa- like yeah, that. false idols. And yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything about Christianity. I don't do that. Well, so. <laughs> this is highly blasphemous. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine, especially in the seventies when like you either have the hippies or the. Like stone cold Bible dumpers, like you're the devil. That's kind of when they took over. No, I don't know history. Yeah, late sixties, early seventies. Yeah, so they're at the the tail end of it, but still. Um, so they didn't have any <laughs> luck at religious establishments, and they resolved to find followers through advi- advertisements. Um, they A billboard. They published ads calling <laughs> on their disciples, known affectionately as the crew. Oh God. Um, because spaceships. Yeah. They held meeting for these people where they explained to them their beliefs and invited them to join the next level. It was a video of, game. Of, yeah, aliens. To the next level. Next level. No, no Did they even no have video, video games back then? Did they? They had like Pong. <laughs> next level. <laughs> Advanced. Yeah. <laughs> um, in 1975, Applewhite and Nettles gathered their crew and met at a hotel in Waldport, Oregon. They sold all their worldly possessions and bid farewell to their loved ones. Then they disappeared. They reported they were reported on CBS Evening News as a quote score of persons have disappeared. It's a mystery whether they've been taken on a so-called trip to eternity or simply being taken. How many people were gone? Uh not that <clears throat> many. Enough to get national news. It was probably like 50 something. That's like quite that. a bit of people just to disappear. Yeah. Was it just from one area, or was it like across All the, country? the country? Oh my god! Yeah. That random people people were just like, "Oh, I got your newspaper ad. Here I am." Yeah. What the fuck? Wow, that's a great idea. <laughs> and he got all this from all this money from the Houston Grand Opera to just post ads in all cities across everywhere. They had no fucking money. I don't know how they did it. This is the seventies. Dirt not... cheap. Hello, Houston Chronicle. I'd like I, to place an I ad. I need an ad here for just... the front page. That'll be fifty cents, sir. <laughs> Oh, I don't know if I got that. Listen, I got two bull nickels and a piece of string. Can you take that? <laughs> I got my yes, sir. My Mustang out back. I'll mm. give you seven dollars for it. 
I bought my house for 40 bucks. You, do you take that? 70s, man. Well, they sold all their worldly possessions, too. So oh, they, so they had a little, they bit, had of a little bit of money. Um, so in reality, they were led cross-country by Applewhite and Nettles, sleeping in tents and begging. Wow. Um, being underground like this allowed for Applewhite and Nettles, to, who now took to being called Doe and Tea, um, <laughs> to further convince their followers of the next level. Um, they had many aliases, mainly Doe and T, but also Bo and Peep, and Him, or it, it's an acronym for Human Individual Metamorphosis. Oh boy, <laughs> I thought he meant like the the Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, villain. H-I-M. H-I-M. Mm-hmm. Him. Um, at this time, Applewhite <clears throat> began to believe that he was actually the reincarnation of Jesus. Oh boy, I knew this was that where, where that was going. Yep. So he called himself the Evolutionary Kingdom Level Above Human. And Nettle's spirits cohabitated with God in her body. Just like hanging out. It's yeah, like, hey, her and God live in the same body. That's smart. I mean, they save on rent. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> so. I'd like to, to room. We've got three people here. There's only two. No, no. there's three. Listen. There's um, three. Me God and God is God. You know God. God, like capital G O D. Okay, lolol. Okay, <laughs> We're gonna dance, but we need to save room for God, God that lives here He's with me right in this here. body. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so they continue their cross-country tour, attempting to gain followers, proclaiming that their higher being status claimed, uh, proclaiming their higher being status. They claimed human celebrated false gods, and that tanning was healing. <laughs> So they're all just laying out in the sun like, burn yeah. me, daddy. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Come in me. Oh, the sun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know they were doing a fucking baby oil and iodine. Oh, yeah, exactly. Back in the Skin 70s, cancer. That's what my mom, not my mom. No, my mom. You said that they used to put baby oil on their bodies. My mom used to put baby oil and get on the roof. Yeah. Oh, tan. <laughs> Whoa. Kathy. <laughs> Listen, right. wild times. <laughs> um, so they continued this cult of personalities through the 70s and the 80s. Um, so, so some sociologists agree that the popular movement of alternative religious experiences and individualism found in a collective spirit, spiritual experiences during that period helped to contribute to the growth of the new religious movement. So everybody was like, I want to wanna get closer to God. <laughs> And uh, the people, church is just not doing it for me. So, so they, they seem to have this whole thing figured out. Yeah. So I'm going to join this new age religion. Um, I read their book in a half price bookstore. <laughs> they wrote a book? No. <laughs> they actually did write books. Oh, my God. Um, but not yet. So yet, she- yet. Sheilaism, as it became known, was a way for people to merge their diverse religious backgrounds and coalesce around a shared generalized faith. Coalesce, I love that. Um, which followers of the new religious sect like Applewhite's crew found very appetizing alternative to traditional dogmas in Judaism, Catholicism, and evangelical Christianity. So it had notes. It had notes of Jew- Judaism, notes of Catholicism, but also notes of aliens. And people were like, and evangelical sign Christianism. me up. Christian- Christianism? Christianity. Yeah, they're fully like... Uh, they're, Baker. they're already messed up, so they don't need help. <gasps> I mean, <laughs> what I said? You just putting my bangs back. Oh my god! Here, 
I'm gonna make my face look more like an egg. <laughs> uh, Spencer shaved his face. No, I didn't. <laughs> there are no pictures. No one will ever find out. No picture. Out. It's not recorded. Cut that. <laughs> hey, choices. Choices. <laughs> it wasn't mine. Yeah, I'm gonna do. I can do a mustache. I'll shave off everything else except for this little. Wispy That's what mustache. I had first. Oh. And Thomas is like, no. Shit. I don't I mean, really like have much of a mustache. What if I did like a goatee, like right here? I think you should do like a dead man's hand. What do you mean? Like that, and then the bottom. Oh, just right here. Yeah, like a little patch so here, cut and off then here? this. Ew, no. Even thinner on the bottom though. Like just right here. Like for your soul patch, just take it all the way down. Just, just this. Just yeah. Thin here. Uh huh. Oh boy, no. <laughs> I think. You look like I a could pull this off, maybe. Spanish conquistador. Cut all this here. I'm looking in the mirror right now. There's no mirrors in here. No, no mirrors. Anyways, I I always look in the mirror and like see if I'm laughing weird. <laughs> the answer is yes. I know. <laughs> I see it because I have a mirror looking right at me. <laughs> it was just. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm practicing my life. <laughs> I love the hand thing. What's this? That's good. Um, so their crew is comprised of a diverse group of people, longtime truth seekers, hippies looking to blend religions together, and just some people that did, they wanted, you know, some friends to hang out with. And they wanted to belong. Yeah. Um, I have something to say, but I'm going to say it off the podcast. But I have some something to say. You have herpes? No. Oh, my God. That's, That's like the one thing I that thought. I haven't gotten yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have chlamydia again? Uh, I got rid of that. <laughs> anyway, um, so many researchers note that not all of Applewhite's crew were hippies recruited from far left alternative religious backgrounds. In fact, one such recruit early on was John Craig, a Republican running for the Colorado House of Representatives oh my God. at the time of joining in 1975. <laughs> um, so... 1985, Nettles died of liver cancer, and Applewhite revised the Klan's doctrines to further reflect her roles and how she had ascended. Um, at this time, Applewhite discovered and took advantage of the internet, promoting a cyber culture among his followers. And the website is still live. You want to see it? it? Yeah. Do I want to see it? I don't know. Go to heaven's take it. heavensgate.com. I don't want them to track me down or something like that. I'm scared. Oh, honey, it looks like a Yahoo GeoCities page. Heavensgate.com? Uh-huh. I spelled it wrong. <laughs> Hevansgate. No, I spelled it right. Let me see. Did I spell it right? Is this right? Yep, that's it. Oh, boy. I also love that I didn't know how to spell heaven. <laughs> H-A-B-E-N. Oh, this was back when Hale Bob was coming through. Wasn't that like when we were like 1992? 1996. No. Uh, no, 1997? It was when I was young. 1997, I think. Uh, it has a lot to do with this. Um, so, spurred by the passing of his longtime partner in October of 1996, members of T's clan began renting a large home, which they called the Monastery. Okay, uh, I need to stop. That's scaring me. A 92,000 square, or 9,200 square feet square foot mansion located in uh, near 18341 Kalina Norte, later changed to Uh, a gated community in uh, Santa Fe, California. 
They <laughs> paid $7,000 per month in cash. Um, in the same month, the group purchased alien abduction insurance that would cover up to 50 members. Who was selling that? Listen, people will take advantage of stupid people. Yeah, I know. But this is what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> The people are selling it. There's like, who's going to buy this? <laughs> but I'll, I'll Here we go. I'm sure they probably went to an insurance company and said, do you sell this? And they were like, yes, let me we go do. talk to my boss real fast because – I think that's like a new product that's coming out. Can you call back in like an hour I and just, then they leave and it's this? Let me type a bunch of shit. Like, because I mean, insurance typically has to have like full on like papers and stuff that yeah. show that you have this insurance. Listen, oh my lord. I would pay out a million dollars per person. But that's what the covers they got? Mm-hmm. That covered abduction, impregnation, and death by aliens. Uh, no, continue. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I have no words. Uh, March 19th through the 20th, 1997, Marshall Applewhite taped himself in Doe's final exit. Speaking of mass suicide and the only way to evacuate this Earth, after asserting that a spacecraft was tra- trailing the ca- uh, Haley Bop Comet. Hale Bop. Hale Bop, whatever. No, they say Haley, don't they? No, they ha- there's Haley's Comet and then there's Hale Bop. Hale Bop, whatever. Um, and the. You, what do you say? Do you Haley say Bop. Haley Bop? I've never heard Haley Bob in my entire life. I've only heard Haley Bob. No, I've only heard ha- Haley Bob. I've heard Boom Bop. Boom Bop. Boom Bop. Love that. Um, the event would represent the hash or the the hashtag. This is hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> quote, quote. Closure of Heaven's Gate. Applewhite persuaded 38 followers to prepare for ritual suicide so their souls could board the supposed craft. Applewhite believed that after their deaths, an unidentified flying object would take their souls to another, quote, level of existence above human, which he described as being both physical and spiritual. Their preparations included each member's videotaping a farewell message, which are all on YouTube if you want to watch them. I don't want to watch them. Um, You know that cults scare me. To kill themselves, members took phenobarbital mixed with applesauce or pudding and washed it down with vodka. Phenobarbital is an anti-seizure medication that you can easily overdose on that. Yeah. That's what Bailey takes, phenobarbital. Really? Yeah. Um, Additionally, they secured uh, plastic bags around their heads after ingesting the mixture to induce asphyxiation. All 39 were dressed in identical black shirts and sweatpants, brand new black and white Nike uh, Decades Athletic (laughs) Shoes, um, and armband patches reading Heaven's Gate Away Team. One of many instances of the group's use of Star Trek's fictional universe and nomenclature. They stole a lot of stuff from Star Trek. Oh, I assume so, because I assume that they were... Well, I wish... I would like to say that they were high... When they watch Star Trek, I'm like, wow, that fucking slaps. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, this is a bop. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> Coronavirus. Coronavirus. <laughs> this is the TikTok of our generation. <laughs> Baby. Baby. Each member had on their person a $5 bill and three quarters in their pocket. The five- Every single person had a $5 bill and three quarters. What are they paying mm-hmm. for the aliens? The $5 okay. bill was to cover vagrancy fines while members were out on their jobs and while the quarters were used to make phone calls in the next level. St- 
Stop. <laughs> Once dead, a living member would arrange the body by removing the plastic bag from the person's head and then pose the body so that it lay neatly in their own bed with faces and torsos covered by a square of purple cloth for privacy. <clears throat> the identical clothing was used as a uniform for the mass suicide to represent unity, while Nike decades were chosen as the group, quote, got a good deal on the shoes. <laughs> I hope that they retired the Nike decades, like, right after this. Like, okay, we're, well, we're not doing this anymore. Yeah. They were like, oh, <laughs> it'd be a hard pass for We us are not going to be associated with that. Hey, so. Jim, um, we're going to have to nix the Nike decades. Why? They're great. I love them. You need to Go watch the news. There was a lot of people that died in them. Yeah. And they're very excited about dying in them, okay? And they were brand new. There's news reports. You can see the shoes. Oh, boy. Um, the 39 adherents, 21 women and 18 men, were between the ages of 26 and 72. Um, they are believed to have died in three groups over three successive days, with remaining participants cleaning up after each group's prior death. Uh, the suicides occurred in groups of 15, 15, and 9 between approximately March 22nd and March 26th. Oh, so when the people actually died, they continued. Yeah. Because I've heard they of cults, kill- like, where they all die and, like, certain people stayed alive to, like, clean up. And then they didn't die. They didn't kill them themselves because they were like, oh, yikes. No. They were like, cool, because they had to be accurately placed. Otherwise, they wouldn't ascend properly. Mm-hmm. Um, so they would <clears throat> kill themselves and then... The next group would kill themselves, and then the next group would kill themselves, and then I think there was like a couple left over still. And how did the, did they just live? We'll get there. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I'm just excited, not really, but like <laughs> terrified, but also excited. So there was a guy who was uh, the brother of Nichelle Nichols, who was Ohura on the original Star Trek, um, Among the Dead. The daughter. <laughs> the the brother. The brother. Sorry. Yeah. So Applewhite was the third to last member to die. Two people remained after him and were the only ones who could be found with bags over their head um, and not having the purple cloths over their top halves. Uh, before the last of the suicides... So did they decide, I'm not going to ascend and I'll make sure that everyone else does? I don't know. I didn't get that. Maybe he blessed them somehow. <laughs> he's you guys, well, well, if you guys continue to help us, I'll allow it. Yeah. Uh, Before the last of the suicides, similar sets of FedEx packages were sent to numerous Heaven's Gate affiliated uh, or formerly affiliated individuals. At least one media outlet, the BBC Department of Responsible for Louis Thoreau's Weird Weekends, for which Heaven's Gate had earlier declined participation. Among those uh, on the list was Rio D'Angelo. The package D'Angelo received on the evening of March 25th, as other packages had been sent, contained two VHS tapes, one with Doe's final exit and the other with the farewell messages of the group members. Um, it also contained a letter stating that, among other things, we, quote, have exited our vehicles just as we entered them. Upon informing his boss of the contents of the package, D'Angelo received a ride from him to Los Angeles to the Heaven's Gate home in Rancho Santa Fe so he could verify the letter. D'Angelo found a back door purposely left unlocked to allow access and used a video camera to record what he found. After leaving the house, D'Angelo's boss, who had waited outside, encouraged him to make the call to the authorities, alerting them of his discovery. And this is it. And this is it. We've Uh, made it. San Diego County Sheriff's Department received an anonymous tip through the 911 system at 3.15 p.m. on March 26, suggesting that they, uh, quote, check on the welfare of the residents. Days after the suicide, the caller was revealed to be D'Angelo. Caller. Yes, I need to report an anonymous tip. Who do I talk to? Sheriff's Department. Okay, this is regarding what? 
caller. This is regarding a mass suicide. I can give you the address. And then he gives the address. Then he hung up. That's it? Yep. Uh, the single de- deputy who responded to the call entered the home through a side door, saw 10 bodies, and was nearly overcome by a pungent odor. The bodies were already decomposing because it's California in the spring. Um, after Wait, cur- how long was those? Only a few hours? Days. Oh, days. Yeah. It, when I mean, did I miss the days? They March 22nd is when they started, <clears throat> and March 26th was when they finished. Oh, like th- this didn't all happen at one time? Yeah, no, it was oh. over some days. Oh, okay. Um, and then the 26th was the last day of the day. Of gotcha. the day. I guess they killed the doe and his other two followers. Mm-hmm. But I guess the bodies are still there, so. They all stink. Leave a body for a day or two. 15, 15, no and idea. 9. You got some, some stank. Some, some numbers. Yeah. Um, so no one was found alive. Both retreated until a search warrant was procured, and all 39 bodies were ultimately created. Wait, they had to go get a search warrant from here. Hey, we found lots of bodies. Can we go I in have and a search reason this house? to believe. <laughs> yeah. There may be some dead people in here. Just throwing that out there. Can, can we get this approved? I'm sure it still took some time for that as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's some stuff that happened afterward that is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Heaven's Gate event was widely publicized in the media as an example of mass suicide. Uh, when the news broke of the suicides, their relationship to the Haley Bop, com- Haley Bop Comet, the co-discoverer of the comet, Alan Haley, was drawn to the story. Haley's phone never stopped ringing the entire day. And he did not respond until the next day when he spoke on the subject at a press conference. Uh, but only after of the research uh, of the details of the incident. Speaking at the Second World Skeptics Congress in Heidelberg, Germany on July 24th, 1998. Wow. Dr. Haley discussed the scientific significance and popular lore of comets and gave a personal account of his discovery. Then he lambasted and... I, wonder, I just copied that. I don't know what the fuck lambasted means. <clears throat> Lambasted? Like, boasted. He lambasted. Is that not the right word? Sure. The combination of scientific illiteracy, willful delusions, uh, a radio talk show's deception about an imaginary spacecraft following the comet, and the cult's bizarre yearning for ascending to another level of existence that led to the Heaven's Gate mass suicide. Um, He said that well before Heaven's Gate... Criticized. Oh. He lambasted them. Oh, that's what I meant. Lambasted? <laughs> Obviously. Duh. Um, Duh. He told a colleague, quote, we are probably going to have some suicides as a re- result of this comment. The sad part is that I was really not surprised. Comets are lovely objects, but they don't have an apocalyptic significance. We must use our minds, our reason. Wait, they knew that there was going to be suicides after the comment? He told a colleague that. Oh, Lord. No. Low battery. Uh, News of the 39 deaths in Rancho Santa Fe motivated the copycat suicide of a 58-year-old man living near Marisville, California. The man left a note dated March 27th, which said, I'm I'm going on the spaceship with Haley Bob to be with those who have gone before me. Why is that a Canadian accent? It was a Canadian. Or not a California accent. He's not originally from California. You don't know that. Yeah, I do. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Um... Yeah, and a lot of other people killed themselves in the months thereafter. Because um, the comet was there for a long time, wasn't it? Um, I don't know. I didn't look that up. Let me go back over to my wiki page that I was reading about the comet. In July 2018, American rapper Lil Uzi Vert 
posted a promotional art for his upcoming studio album, Eternal Take, which would release on the 6th of March, 2020, to his Instagram. The artwork incorporated a reworking of Heaven's Gate Keyhole logo. The group's two survivors threatened to, to sue Lil <coughs> Uzi Bird. 18 who, months. Oh, you wow, that's a long time. From the Naked Eye. That was a long time. Yeah. 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 He killed people. Yeah. He was a murderer. <coughs> Wait, that's it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He definitely caused him to die. Yeah. You don't remember seeing anything about it on the news? What, Hail Bop or Heaven's, Heaven's Gate? Gate? No, I don't remember Heaven's Gate at all. I remember kind of Hail Bop, but I, that was when I was, what, four or five? Um, I don't remember Heaven's Gate at all because my mom did never watch the news. My, my dad was pretty much the only one who did. Um, and then I remember John Benet Ramsey. That was about it. I remember John Benet Ramsey, Heaven's Gate, Andrea Yates. I remember that. Clara Harris. Andrea Yates was in your backyard, though, so <laughs> that's why. Yeah. So was Claire Harris. I don't know who that is. Have we talked about her? No, but I love that one. Women's uh, History uh, Month can continue. Ooh, I Claire <laughs> Harris. I forgot about her. Well, there you go. I have a personal connection to that story. The, the, why haven't you done it? I don't understand why you haven't just thrown out all the personal connections. <laughs> that's my only one. Oh. Andrea Yates, we just lived near them. That's, that's close. We've done Andrea Yates. Right? Yeah, I know. I know we've done that, but that's what I'm saying. It's close. So it's close to a personal connection, okay. kind of. Yeah. Okay. Okay, fine. Okay. I got it. 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 Well, that was a good story. Isn't that fun? Not really. <laughs> it's terrifying. Because you want to just go ahead and join a cult now? The, no, because the question, once again, as I've had the question with cults every single time, why do these people just not realize that You're they're part of a, a fucking cult? Like, excuse me. You don't understand... Well, I think in a lot of people's cases, I mean, they followed each other around the United States for years. Yeah. Like up to your, upwards ten, of 15 ten, years. 10 to 15 years, exactly. You said they started... They 1975. Moved, yeah. So they're just living with it for that long. So you should already know that he's crazy. I, I, I don't know. How do you think that this is like a realistic, like, you know what? Aliens. But then again, I look, I look at Scientology the same way. Like, that shit's fucked up as well. Uh, never mind. I'm not going to say it. We but they'll come after us. Yeah, I know, Mormons. Um, but <laughs> uh, so yeah, I just look at it. And I'm like, what, what? Why did you decide to join this cult? You should know it was a cult. Like, but I don't know. The seventies were a wild time. <laughs> Listen, avocado green fridges. You can't make this shit up. <laughs> Why is that worse than a cult? I think it's on the same level. Okay. Hey. Fairy lamps? What? Okay. <laughs> Wearing uh, frilly uh, kitten heels indoors as slippers? Come on. Well, the nine in that case, the nineties were also wild. Did you see nineties fashion? Billie Eilish. Terrible. She just does that because she's like, I don't want people to sexualize me, and I appreciate that from her. Okay. Because she's a beautiful girl, except for that green hair. Gotta get rid of that green hair, girl. <laughs> cool. Cool. It's not good. Cool. It's, it's not cool. good. Well, that is a lot of spoopy stuff all at one time. I mean, this is our spoopy podcast. Well, you want me to break it up with something? Um, I would appreciate um, yes. Well, let me tell you about something. Okay, tell me about something. Okay, I'm going to get another white claw. I'm going to, okay. Pause it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Get on your feet. Are we recording again? Nope. Yes or no? Nope. Okay, yes we are. Well, let me tell you about something spoopy, okay? All right. It was my turn. Uh, it's also related because it also has a cult involved in it. Ooh. I didn't get enough information about the cult, sadly, because um, I really wanted some more, but they didn't have enough. Please say I can have some more. Uh, honestly. But there was a lot involved in this, so uh, let's get started here. Okay, you ready? Yes. We're going to be talking about Clementine Barnabet and the Church of Sacrifice. Oh. Mm. Clementine Clementine. Clementine was born in 1894 in St. Martinsville, Louisiana. Good town. To Raymond Barnabet and Nina Porter. How is Barnabet spelled? B-A-R-N-A-B-E-T. I think it would be Barnabay. Are you going to say Barnabay instead? Mm-hmm. Barnabet. Barnabet. Well, I'm not French or Louisianian. Clementine is. Clementine well, Barnabay. I'm not. So neither is Raymond. Her dad's name is Raymond. Raymond. Oh, my God. What about Nina? Nina. Nina. <laughs> Her. She also had a brother named Zephyrin. Zephyrin. Stop. And their family moved to Lafayette, Louisiana. Lafayette. In 1909. 1909. <laughs> That's enough about her early life, okay? Okay. Let's get to the spooky stuff. <laughs> Two sentences. That's all I found about her entire early life. Oh, shit. That was it. Well, I mean, it's the 1800s. She wasn't right, keeping a diary. Mm, yeah. Today, um, I went down to the lake with my little doll. <laughs> Say it in French. Little, little doll. <laughs> we played very much. It was very fun. I don't think that's right. It was very good. I don't need your opinion. She Listen, spent a lot of time I'm in <laughs> East Texas as well. So. I don't know your language. <laughs> I've only been speaking for her years. You have 28 yeah, years. Twi- <laughs> okay, Nikki doll. Calm down. Um, her father had a history of abuse of the family and a history of anger and violence that garnered him a lot of negative reputation around town. The first murders happened in Crowley, Louisiana, in February of 1911, with a brutal murder of Walter Byers and his wife, Sil- Sylvania Byers, and their infant oh, son. That's a brand of light bulbs. Sylvania? Yeah. Sylvania Byers? Yep. Yep. Sylvania? Well, that's her name. Uh, Sylvania? The murdered. Murdered. Because apparently I can't type. The murderer had climbed through a window and murdered and decapitated the victims with victims, victims with an axe, laying them on the bed next to each other. <gasps> so sweet. Keep some them together, you know? really good connotations of Lizzie Borden. Well, two weeks later, a second set of murders of Alexander and Mimi Andrews. That's had, my name, Mimi. Mimi Andrews? Mimi Andrews. Okay. Alexander and Mimi Andrews and their two kids occurred. Uh, police investigation fell. Oh, so they also were found in the same way with an axe killing them um, and decapitating them and laying them on the bed next to each other. Headless horsemen. Yeah. Uh, police investigation fell on Raymond Barnabay. Barnabay. <laughs> where the family testified against him. They noted that he left town that night for unknown reasons and returning home with blood and brain matters on his shoes and skirts. Oh, yeah. That's obviously brain matter on your on your shoes. Exactly. There, like, Dad. Okay, because it's like pink blob. I don't understand why. How you suddenly? Oh, oh, brain. That's totally that brain. Looks like brains. I don't know. I didn't I mean, get at that this one. This time it's not like 
you can see TV yeah. into what brain looked like. What is this? You could take tap. Oh, okay, I could. Um, I feel like people in the 1800s would be like, brains, brains. They're made of wood? <laughs> what is that? Does someone have that? No, I guess they No, in the animals. 1800s, they were cutting, cutting people open. Yeah, but these people aren't doctors. They didn't need to be doctors. Everyone was a doctor back in the 1800s. I'm a barber and a doctor. I'll paint your nails. You want some groceries? <laughs> we got that in the I'll back. I'll perform surgery on you. I got some time. meat. It's of questionable uh, questionable origin. People but used you to die from their gallbladders being removed. Okay. Yeah, I could have died. Because they were like, shouldn't you wash your hands before you do that? No. I mean, I've only been crawling around in shit all day. How are we just out back with the pigs? It's fun. <laughs> A pig doctor on the straight to the human plane. Yeah, <laughs> just, I just work with the pigs. Let's get started. Just gave birth to a piglet. Sir, you want a brain surgery? You smell like shit. Yeah, yeah. Because well, the don't, baby we don't have comes cologne out of the yet. asshole. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Did the mother make it? No, nah, she died. I just pulled her intestines right, right out, out of her ass. Right out of her butt. <laughs> oh god. Um. So yeah, I don't know how they do that. But Zephyrin, the son. Zephyrin testified that his father was bragging about the murders and that the victims deserved it. During the investigation, more murders were committed in Beaumont, Texas with the deaths of Alfred and Elizabeth Cassaway, their three children and their nephew. Five people. Six people. I can't do math. Six people all died. You related to them? Beaumont, Texas? Apparently. Beaumont. Hi. Beaumont is not even close to San Antonio. Hey. Hey. It's Texas. Everyone knows everybody. Hey, you can hey. get a horse. Hey is for horses. Hey is for horses. Okay. <laughs> Do you think that horses know that when people pass them by on the highway that they say horses? You just do that. No. Do you know anyone else who does that? Everyone. Oh. When I was a kid, my dad would always <laughs> Ooh, say horses, <laughs> donkeys, that, to the horses. Uh huh. I would. I. I guess that's like an old Western thing they used to say. Get along. With I used doggies. to call them big doggies whenever. Uh, Whenever I lived at A and M, there was a big horse pasture like right behind where I lived, because it's A and M. And I'd walk Bailey, and Bailey was so in love with the horses. She'd like go up to them and be like, "Hello, hello." <laughs> so like she she just like run back and forth like to the different horses in the back of the fence. So I just stand there for several minutes, just watching her run back and forth. And it was really entertaining, very cute. And the horses were just like, "What, yeah. is, this? what is this? What is this? Get away from me. Get away!" <laughs> Thomas would call all animals Morkies. Morkies. Oh, hi, that. Morky. <laughs> Like that's a bear. <laughs> Ooh, look at that big Morky. She's so angry. The big fluffy Morky. The <laughs> angry Morky. Big angry fluffy Morky. <laughs> that's true. Um, so Raymond was thought to have committed all three of these crimes, and there was enough evidence to charge him in the Byers and Andrews ma- murders. Um, the jury quickly found him guilty. However, his lawyers appealed, stating that that Raymond was too drunk during his trial. To know what was even going on. Yep. This motion was granted. <laughs> Welcome to Louisiana. Listen, that's a law that we need on the books. Honestly, uh, you're too drunk at your trial? Sorry. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll try again in the future. All right. So what are you going to say when you get on uh, on the stand? Uh, bring on big titty I've bitches. I've got some fucking, you know. You guys are going to go get shit. tacos? <laughs> Honestly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, where? 
Bring on the tacos. While he awaited a new trial, another set of murders occurred on, uh, I'm sorry, in November of 1911. Norbert and Asima Randall and their four children between the ages of two and four were found dead in their beds, mutilated with an axe. Were they murdering all these babies? Yeah, exactly. Fuck. Well, we'll get to that. This pointed them in another su- pointed them to another suspect in the Barnabay family. While investigating the Barnabay residence, they found a suit saturated in blood and brain matter in Clementine's closet. They immediately arrested her, but during questioning, she laughed the entire time, denying any knowledge of how the clothes got there or any involvement in the murders. Why is it? In the, this is late 1800s. In the early 1900s, 1911. What? Go to court, court and just laugh. Like, <laughs> this is also Texas, but also like all of these. Uh, oh, I guess I didn't mention this is all like done in uh, like l- l- African American neighborhoods, like the African American oh. quarters during segregation in the Deep South. The, the Barnaby family is also uh, African American as well. Yeah, I just, I just. Saw so that. like they basically just don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like the the police are just like, oh well, cool, which is terrible. Um, and pointed them in the Barnaby. Yeah, yeah. So even with two suspects in jail, the body count continued to rise. In January, Marie Warner and her three children between the ages of two and nine in Crowley, Louisiana, were found dead. Felix Broussard, his wife, and three young children from Lake Charles were also murdered. And four more died in Beaumont months, uh, a month later. All victims were mutilated with their heads and limbs detached from the torso and strewn about the homes of the victims. Police then discovered a common thread amongst the victims. They were all part of a religious group known as the Church of Sacrifice and found out the, that Clementine was their leader as a high priestess. Just before April Fool's Day... What? Love that. Yeah. Just before April Fool's Day in 1912, Clementine began to confess about her involvement in the murders. She discussed her downward spiral into her life of degradation. Quote, unquote, degradation. I don't know what that means. Degradation. Stop. I'm a high priestess of this podcast. Oh, so you're going to speak in a Creole accent? Maybe. Yeah, I don't think that the French in the... uh, uh, Beaumont, Louisiana area at this Listen time there. was oh, so. Oh, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, it's very uh, not there. Let me there. tell you something. Because they're Quebecois. Excuse me. They're Quebecois. The Acadians came from Quebec. In Canada. You mean the Louisianians? Louisianians. Louisianians. No, Louisiana. 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 Louisianians. Uh, anyways, so. She discussed her downward spiral into her life of degradation and her introduction to voodoo. Voodoo. Witchcraft. She confessed that this was her introduction into her first murder when she hopped a train dressed as a man to Rainy, Louisiana, which is about 15 miles from Lafayette, and murdered a man in 1909. She took credit for 20 murders, but also said that she did not act alone, naming her father and her brother... Zephyrin, as accomplices who would continue exterminating families in the area. Her motive was that she believed that human sacrifice was the path to immortality. Victims were chosen at random, and the children were snuffed out because she believed it was better to kill them than to lead them as orphans. So she was really just there to kill the older people, didn't care about the children. But, like, oh, I don't want you guys to be by yourselves. I'll kill you too. That's okay. Listen, listen. I know that you're 
Sally, your mom, and dad are, are gone. Are dead. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do this for you. Uh, just stand over here. What? <laughs> gone. Well, they were all uh, basically under the age of nine. That all were murdered. So they were all youngins. Um, psychiatrists confirmed that she was depraved, but yet she was insane. And in October of 1912, she was sentenced to a life in prison. A, f- a few more murders had happened by the end of the year in the area. <laughs> but then they... A ghost. St- yeah. But then they stopped. Police predicted that they'd arrest about 50 of her followers, but they were only able to pull a small handful. There are no records of what happened to her father, her brother, or the voodoo doctor that sold charms and potions to this following. Clementine claims that they weren't afraid of being captured because they they all carried voodoo to protect them from punishment. In yep. ni- what? Yep. <laughs> in 1913, she tried to escape but was caught. However, in 1923, she was released, and her whereabouts were unknown. However, yep. oh, in 2002, a story popped up on the interwebs. From a woman claiming that in the 1980s, her great-grandmother would tell stories describing a lot of in-depth information from the murderous friend pages from her, child, from her childhood. Pictures of her childhood also match a striking resemblance to Clementine. If this story is true, this woman died at the age of 104. So she was granted a life of longevity. After she took all these lives. Killing the babies. Exactly. Killing all the babies. Oh, my God. So, altogether, the Church of Sacrifice um, claimed 35 lives. 35 people died because of this cult following. Well, I'm sure more than that. Voodoo <laughs> shit. Yeah, I'm sure there's more, but that's what they, the final official count. count. Yeah, the official count was. Yeah. Wow. I wish it was more information about the Church of Sacrifice, but essentially, like, once Clementine was captured... There was like everyone else was like, we're out, <laughs> we're done. Hey, uh, <clears throat> Louis. Yeah, I think this is a bad idea. Yeah, it's um, not working anymore. I'm gonna go ahead and stop because they realized like, oh well, we got caught by the cops, even though all our voodoo charms, w- they thought that their charms were working this entire time. Turns out they're not. They got caught. So like, it should have stopped after Raymond, but Clementine, of course, didn't. <laughs> it was yeah. like, oh well, that means he didn't use his charm right. So, yeah, kind of fucked up. Mm. I'm well, not kind of. It is <laughs> totally fucked up. He didn't use his term right. Like yeah. um, how when you do appointments, sometimes you don't use a reference list. Which is supposed to guard you <laughs> to get the, the sale. Oh, yeah. People die. People die. Kim, there's people <laughs> that are dying. There were people that were killed at Stonewall. <laughs> Nobody was killed at Stonewall. Nobody was killed. N- Nobody died? <laughs> oh, oh poor Derek Berry. I've been showing that to Thomas and he's. 100% here for it. I believe it. <laughs> but we talking about how you're 100% here for it. Hey, yep, we got thumbs up. We got two thumbs up. Double That's thumbs. That's a very... Dub- Ow. Flip <laughs> <laughs> the table. Break a fucking neck. Wow. So, yeah, that's the that's that. I wish I, like, found something more. Because I wanted... I really did want to know more about it. But there's, like, not... There's nothing else. I read, like, five articles. That's more than I ever read. <laughs> How long are the articles? Pretty long. They all said the same thing, so. Yeah. Just in different ways. And you know those, like, super, like, oh, 
in the dark of the night of <laughs> this mysterious evening in Beaumont, Texas. Like, okay, girl. On a warm, muggy night yeah. in the pastures outside of Beaumont. Yeah, that's how some of the articles were. I'm Which like, is oh also known as Beautiful Mountain in French. Why? That's what the article says. There's an, it's flat. Beautiful Mountain. Beautiful Mountain. It's one hill. They're like, that's wow, it. Wow, that's a beautiful mountain. We found a mountain after all this time of being in swamps. That makes sense. Yeah. That I, mean, I don't sense. make the rules. I'm just telling you what it is. That's what it said? I mean, listen. You know what else we should listen to? Yes. Um, we should probably do some listening to economy works. Uh huh. Well, they, what are they going to tell us? Well, they're a freelance talent network that connects professionals with project work. Oh, love that. Uh, so if you're a company that needs help writing job descriptions, conducting market analysis, managing your social media platforms, Economy Works has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with, with less. less. They have over 800 years of experience together. 800 years? That's a lot of experience. That's a lot of years. Yeah. Um, you know, Economy Works, when we work. The, the economy, economy works. works. You can find out more at economyworks.com. That's E C O N O M I W L R K S dot com. But we should also throw a nice shout out to our sister podcast. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about gay stuff. Because they are doing the absolute most. They out our, here talking about gay stuff. They are our the people. scissor sisters with misters. That's disgusting. They are no. doing the most. They are lesbian men <laughs> that we're related to. They, apparently. Um, they are out here providing us all of the history every so single much day. History. Every single day. Every Especially single day. The Daily Posts. Mm -hmm. So much information. Oh, suddenly you want to love the Daily Posts just like me? That's fine. I mean, <laughs> I've always loved the Daily Posts. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I have to word them. So oh. you're welcome. I love that. You know, Nobody I don't does. actually really help. I just say yes or no. Okay. And then tell them those things. That's good. You know, that's, that's helping. Listen, I do a whole lot of work anyway yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. Like, you have you wear the headphones. That's a pretty big deal. I'm the headphone wearer. Yeah. Um, you can find them at letstalkaboutgaystuff.com. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you want to see those daily posts, you should go to Let's Talk About Gay Stuff on Instagram. And you can find it on Twitter, Let's Talk Gay Stuff, and Facebook, Let's Talk About Gay Stuff. And if you want to send them an email, you can go to Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at gmail.com. <laughs> and. Um, well, I love that. That was a good episode of cults. <gasps> we should just do cults one like week or two weeks or three weeks. I think I'm already taking some of the good ones. Yeah, Heaven's Gate's the best one. We can still no, find... there's one really good one. The Jamestown murders. They're so yeah. good. I'm sure there's plenty of weird cults out there. Yeah. We should try to do local cults. In Houston? No, that would terrify me. Houston cults. <laughs> Goes and Googles immediately when I get home. And just looks something <laughs> up. Wow. I'm going to go to a meeting next week. I, uh, for <laughs> This sounds really good. The People for Christ Episcopal The Center. Church of the Reasonablists. The, the Church of Wahlaw. <laughs> White. Wahlaw. Wahlaws. That'd be good. Well, if you want any specific themes, we're open to... Um, Suggestions yeah, for a, love a, April. We love a uh, suggestion. Mm -hmm. We love to be led in a certain direction. But that means that you have to contact us. Do you want to know how they can contact us, Spencer? Oh, there's plenty of ways they can contact us. Oh, you want to tell us them? I mean, if they're going on Instagram, you can go to Our Spoopy Podcast. Mm -hmm. Facebook, Our Spoop. Twitter, Our, our Spoopy. Spoopy. Mm -hmm. um, you know, some people are old-fashioned. What would they use then? 
the email podcast at gmail.com. I almost said let's talk about gay stuff. Let's talk about gay stuff at ourspoopypodcast.com. <laughs> at all the spoopy, all the things that are things. Listenworks.listenworks.tv. Yep. Dot TV. Dot NZ. Yeah. New so Zealand? Let us know. Yeah. You know? And then in the meantime, we should also like tell them to get, get spoopy, spoopy with, with it. it. 